The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's gospel perhaps might come across initially as a little bit um, kind of confusing and off-putting for us because it seems as if Jesus is setting up a competition and a comparison, you know, amongst the various, uh, you know, people in our lives that we are called to love. You know, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. It seems like Jesus is saying that, you know, the pie of love is only so big, and we have to decide how we're going to divide that pie up, and you got to make sure that I, Jesus, gets the biggest piece, and that everybody else, you know, well, you can decide, you know, kind of how big the piece they get with the remaining chunk of pie, but I get the biggest piece. Love is a zero-sum game, he seems to be saying, that there's only so much love to go around, and so we have to decide how to divvy it up, and Jesus wants to make sure that he gets the biggest part and that everybody else gets what's left over. That's not what he's saying. That's a distortion of the, the message here today. To understand the message, we have to understand who Jesus is and what Jesus has come to do. Jesus is the revelation of the living God, the supreme, the highest, the fullest expression of the living God. The God who not only has love, but the God who is love. The very reality of superabundant self giving, sacrificial, compassionate love. That's who God is. And Jesus is the word of that God, the supreme revelation of that God in human flesh, in human terms, incarnate. And therefore, to understand this dynamic of love, 
we have to understand that in reality, Jesus is the one in whom and through whom the love of God comes to us. A love that is not simply a, a, a great big amount, but a love that is endlessly, again, super abundant, endlessly, um, endlessly pouring forth. It, it, it's an inexhaustible supply of, of love. It's a, it's a fathomless wellspring of love. And that fathomless wellspring of love has become flesh in Jesus. And that's why we must love Jesus above everything else because paradoxically, that's the only way that we can love everything and everyone else in the right way, fully and completely and perfectly. Because Jesus is that reality of love that the Father has poured forth from his heart to redeem us from everything and heal us of everything that is contrary to love. That's what it means when we say Jesus has come to take away the sins of the world. He has come to heal us and to free us from everything that is in any way, shape, or form unloving, less than love, contrary to love, opposed to love. And therefore, the more we come to love Jesus and to learn from Jesus how to love, the more we are able to love other people. The more our love for others grows and increases and, and is perfected. It's purified, strengthened, and increased. And that can only happen through Jesus because Jesus is the only one who, who has that love and, and, and is the very embodiment of that love, you see. So it's, it's not a competition. You know, love Jesus or love other people or love Jesus more in the sense of an amount and love people less. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, you know, the only way that you can love others in the truly authentic way is if you can learn to love them in and through me. And he's not saying this as an arrogant boast. He's just saying this, you know, this is what the Father has sent me to do. And the way you do that is by learning to die and to rise with me. And that's what our baptism is about, as today's second reading from the letter to the Romans reminds us. The reading that we read and proclaim each year at the great Easter vigil as we're getting ready to baptize our catechumens. We remind them what you're about to undergo is a mystery, a sacrament of Christ's own dying and rising how he emptied himself completely so that he might fill us with the utter fullness of God who is love. And to know that, you must enter into this mystery with Christ and through Christ, the mystery of his dying and rising. You must die to everything that is contrary to life and to love, everything that is in any way opposed to or, or in, incompatible with God so that God's life can fill you to overflowing in and through Christ. And that life is the rea very reality of love. And so the more we love Christ, the better we get at loving other people. 
because the only way to truly love other people for us as Christians is to love them in and through Christ. And this is what Jesus is trying to, to get at. He's not saying, you know, there's a competition. He's not saying it's a comparison game. He's not saying there's only so much to go around and I want to have the biggest piece. He's saying, rather, I am the source. I am the way. I am the life. And it all flows from and leads to love. And the more we are immersed in that, so as to die to everything that's against it and to live for, for it more fully, the more perfected, the more purified, uh, the more loving our love becomes because we end up learning how to love one another as Christ has loved us.